Come on in, sit back and relax. You're listening to the Wealth Tech Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Iskowitz. And this podcast is all about wealth management technology. The trends, the news, the updates, we cover it all. And this uh, episode, I was at the InvestNet uh, Summit, Advisor Summit, out in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I managed to get a hold of Bill Krager. We're going to hear the interview uh, in just a few minutes. And uh, I've known Bill for quite some time. And you know, I've had him on the podcast before and interviewed him pretty much in depth. You should take a look at, uh, listen to our earlier episode. It's a couple of years ago where I just spent some time uh, talking to Bill about his history and how he got in the business and some of the things, uh, how what kind of makes him makes him tick. So I think you'll, you'll like reading that. Uh, and you know, we really wanted to talk about strategy with Bill. You know, where the where the company's going, what's some of the interesting stuff they're they're working on? Uh, you know, we we work with um, um, a lot of investment clients on the uh, on the broker dealer side, large RIAs, and uh, even some banks. So we know the platform pretty well. So I'm always interested to hear what Bill has to say and kind of dig in a little bit to find out where things are going. So please, uh, you know, take a listen to this episode and a couple of quick housekeeping notes before we continue. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Make sure to check out our sponsor, the Invest in Others Charitable Foundation at investinothers.org. And now let's kick this thing off. I'm here at the InvestNet conference and my guest is co-founder and CEO, Bill Krager. Bill, welcome. Craig, it is good to see you. Thank you for being here. It's pretty awesome. It's it's awesome to be here it is. after great. three years. Lots of energy too. I'm excited about it. I'm so, so thrilled to be back in, in person with so many of our clients. It's awesome. It's great to be on the road again. It's great to see clients. It's great to have everyone together. Um, yep. Just want to jump right in. Yep. And you know, in your keynote, which was fantastic, uh, what really great. You know, you really kind of summarized everything we've missed the past three years. Yep. But one thing you mentioned was uh, you spoke about connecting people who are passionate and vital, curious and caring. So, how do you see your platform basically connecting all the dots in an advisor's business? Yeah, I mean, the advice business is a human business. Uh, it's not a technology business. It's not a data business. And people matter. And so those connections between people are the essential element of advice. Now, the future model, I believe, is, is what we call this, this hybrid. Human expert plus machine is where the power comes from because the data plus technology creates scale, creates ability to, uh, for personalization at scale to do, you know, do more for more people uh, and do that on a continuous basis. And so, so the future that I see and, and what we're trying to engineer is to drive the humanity, but power it with more data and technology. Drive the humanity yes. is a good way to put it. Yep. So you mentioned personalization at scale. So I've heard that many times and it's sort of a, a buzzword, yeah. hyper-personalization. I, I heard Brandon called it dynamic personalization. Are you doing anything different about that? And I want to, I want to kind of lead into your into the data conversation. Yeah. So data really, really drives personalization. Yes. So data is central to the strategy and InvestNet has a very unique data set because uh, we, we serve uh, over 30 million individuals with our Yodli application every day. We serve more than, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're the leading financial planning uh, software. And then we are serving nearly 20 million investor accounts every day. You bring that data set together, Craig, and that is the most robust data information about people's money really in the country. So, okay, that's interesting how you bring that together so that you can surface that area of personalization. So it's different for you 
than it is for me. And the scale of the data really drives that. One thing I've written about your acquisitions is that I thought they were all data plays, mm -hmm. especially Yodley, which is obvious, a data play. And that, that got um, some bad press, but I know mm -hmm. I wrote about how the opportunities there are tremendous right. and where we're going with the business. And when you, when you purchased Money Guy Pro, uh, I also said that was a data play because mm -hmm. no one's really, monet not monetizing, but, but um, getting into all that data, 2 million plans, 11 million plans created. No one's looked at that across and analyzed it and done any kind of peer analysis. That's something you could feed into Yodley, feed into wheelhouse analytics. That's correct. So it's exactly how we think about it. And that's the underpinning, that's the foundation. And then upon that foundation, okay, where, how do you make that data layer smarter? And that's the work we're doing. And I talked today about it. Today, we make 11 million insights a day that are helping advisors identify opportunities, uh, understand and forecast risks, meaning our clients unhappy, um, and then make more efficient the way you're doing things. So we're, we're providing 11 million of those suggestions a day. How are we doing that? That's happening through our intelligence in our data. It's AI. Uh, and, and the AI is derived from the Yodley business. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of cross-bred it across the entire enterprise. What you're beginning to get a sense of here at InvestNet is the Yodley acquisition, fully integrating that into advice. Mm -hmm. And it's a game changer. Oh, indeed. And you know, you're sort of a victim of your success, if you think mm -hmm. about it. It's the innovator's dilemma. Yeah. You, you, you re, in order to reach the levels you have in your market share penetration, which mm -hmm. is the, the number one in all areas, you're going to build tech debt because it right. takes time to get there. That's correct. And then you also have startups that are coming out that have unique ways to building things and are starting on new technology, they have an advantage, but they don't have the data you have. So right. investing in data, I see, is, is, a, is a tremendous value that it, it builds a moat right. around your client base. Well, I, when I look at the um, competitive set, it is the data that is such a differentiator for investment. And it's, it's very hard to replicate. I'm not going to say it's impossible to replicate, but it's going to be very hard mm -hmm. for somebody to pull those pieces and that data set back together. Um, and, you know, we've been at it for 22 years, Craig. So I was, <laughs> I was a young guy back then. And, but, but look where we are, right? Extraordinary, mm -hmm. extraordinary success. I'm so in awe of it and proud of it. Um, but what we've spent the last two years really focused on is executing to uh, bring the environment into the cloud. On top of that cloud, create mm -hmm. a, a layer. I'm not going to get too technical, but mm -hmm. where APIs can power these experiences. Mm -hmm. So the data sits in the cloud. We're powering experiences that could be a client portal, uh, mm -hmm. groundbreaking what we're doing there. It could be the advisor's dashboard, groundbreaking what we're doing there. And we're moving more and more into this advisor's business and connecting all those parts. Uh, I think we're, we're groundbreaking there. It's using the data experiences that make a difference to the end client, to the advisor's advice, and then to the advisor's business and trying to do that, empowering that across the board. One thing I noticed a number of years ago, uh, even as I was going back through all my keynote uh, notes from yeah. back to 2015, is when Judge started talking about, um, now he didn't use the word financial wellness, but he was, he was talking more about financial planning, yep. becoming the centerpiece of advisors mm -hmm. business. And then every year it started getting more and more that came to a financial wellness that and now where you are now. So yep. how do you see that driving how you make decisions? Well, the crazy thing is, and, and this is the, the truth, we were, we envisioned and what, what we've been building and the parts we've been investing in have been to bring a person's financial life together. And when you do that, we believe that you create uh, 
you know, more understanding, more confidence that elevates into something that's ultimately being financially well, whatever that is. But, you know, the way we're defining it today is calling it the intelligent financial life. What is that? Connecting your daily financial uh, ins and outs and all the transactions and everything, all the confetti of your, your money that goes everywhere each day, hard to understand, bringing that together and connecting it to your long-term goals. That's data that drives both of those parts. That's planning, Yodli, connected by solutions in between. Those are the rails. And, and really, that's the work we've been doing. Put it in the cloud, connect them to experiences, uh, and then bring them back through an execution engine that trades more than anybody, that has more accounts that we're opening, that is connected to more uh, asset managers, insurers, credit providers, et cetera. And that's the work that we've been doing the last two and a half years to deliver it. And I am so excited with, with the progress we've made. Um, and I think I can sense the energy, and you know, folks here at the Advisor Summit, how energized they are seeing what we've done. And also your, your business is so diverse and yeah. so large. Yeah. Coming here might be the first time some people see everything in one place, That's all right. the different parts and, and moving right. pieces of, yeah. of what you do. Yeah. And the intelligent financial life, if I put my marketing hat on, is, is, is great, is a great uh, tagline. Yeah. Right? If, even financial wellness was a good tagline at the time because it changes the conversation away from, well, you guys just manage our investments right. to, no, we're looking at the entire holistic right. view. Right, and people don't have it. So when you say to someone, I can show you your, the entirety of your financial life and help you make sense and balance these things, the money you're spending today and where you wanna go in the future, I mean, people say, no, that's a mess. It's a black <laughs> hole, right? And, and if you look at where our client portal is and some of the other environments that we've launched, that's the bringing together of it. And, uh, and to me, it is so powerful. Um, I told the story in, the, uh, in, in my speech today about that advisor who sat back there and he said, it was so funny because he said, you know, what is this amazing thing? And then he said, this isn't software as a service, this is relationships as a service. I mean, you can't, that's incredible. And, and what the potential for that is, I think is, is just so significant. We're excited about it. Well, it all links back to your insights, which mm -hmm. all links back to data. And if you can provide right. value to advisors more than just you know, snappy technology or great UI, right. but right. real advice to them right. that says, here's what you should be doing next. Yeah. Here's the client you should talk to today. Right. Here's what you should, what investments you should put them in. Right. And here's why yeah. that endears you to the client. Yeah, I think so. And you said something a little earlier about some of the start, you know, the smaller wealth techs and fintechs. Yeah. They're doing extraordinary things. We want them in the ecosystem. It's mm -hmm. not like us against them. It is now we're in a developer environment where our APIs are out on out on the web. I mean, they're there. Uh, people can begin to engage with us and enter the door into this ecosystem to grow. That's a good thing for us. And it's a great thing for our clients. And I think it changes the dynamic in the space because, because to build that distribution, to, to have that many users, is a long, long road. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, it's a very long road. Uh, we're so fortunate that investment is in that position, but we can grow and be, enrich that position because we're gonna open our doors to everyone. Would you allow Stark to say, leverage your portfolio accounting engine and That's build correct. on top of that? That's correct. Yeah, so the, the thing that I'm focused on from a strategic standpoint are the rails, the, mm -hmm. the underpinning, portfolio accounting, trading, things like billing, reporting, uh, there could be choice in reporting and, and things like that, but, but some of those fundamental infrastructure pieces are key to us. Mm -hmm. Everything else is an experience. Empower that experience, whether it's a risk mm -hmm. score or it's an ESG platform, a type of performance report, even a rebalancer. 
uh, we want to be open. So you're sort of taking the HP point of view where you're going to be cannibalizing some of your businesses, theoretically, if you're okay. allowing competitors to build on top, but better that you do it and gain the, the revenue than someone else to do it to you. Because of the scope of what we do, we can't be the best in everything. We want to be the best in everything. So right. you do that through partnership and, and not try to fight every fight, Craig. And, right. and that's been a, you know, been a couple of light bulb moments inside investment. I remember when I talked to the PMC team in the early days, they said, hey, look, we're going to let uh, everybody um, manage their own assets and have strategists do what we do. It was a revolt. So what, Bill, <laughs> you're destroying our business. Well, that was about $5 trillion ago. So, <laughs> so um, you know, I think this is that, that sort of same light bulb. We do not have to build everything here. Mm -hmm. We need the infrastructure to enable it here. And the data is what really opens that up to us. So you are so you're so ahead of it when you say that data has been the fundamental strategy because that 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 is the truth. Yeah, it's, I think it helped you mm -hmm. get to where you are, and that's going to help you yeah. um, defend your business because yeah. everyone's now gunning for you, not yeah. to the leader. Uh, which is what <laughs> which happens. Is fun, which is funny, but you know, card tables and uh, sure. 28, eight, 28 eight modem, and we were going to disrupt financial services. That was the honest truth. You know, what sort of audacity was that? Well, you know, when old tech guys get together and say, oh, 28.8 modem. I was in a 14.4. Come right. on, what's this 28.8? We, we would have killed for a 28.8 modem. Mindspring is my uh, my ISP. <laughs> it, it dates myself a little bit. I still have my CompuServe address. It's great. Uh, I'd like to take a break from this episode to talk about our sponsor, the Invest in Others Foundation. The Invest in Others Foundation is running the Invest in Others Awards which is a program that recognizes the charitable work of financial advisors in communities across the country and around the world. Awards are presented at their signature event, the annual Invest in Others Awards Gala. Over 600 advisors and financial services executives attend this premier event to celebrate those individuals that actively give back to their communities. I've gone to, I think the last three award galas, they had to cancel it for COVID and then they canceled it again last year, uh, 2021. Uh, it was normally in September, October timeframe, but hopefully we'll have it again this year. So there are five categories of awards that recognize, uh, recognize the distinct ways that advisors have made a difference through their work with a nonprofit. So the nominations deadline is April 1st. That's less than a month. Just go to investinothers.org and you can click on the nominate, uh, click here to nominate link and nominate an advisor. Um, if they win in one of the five categories, which are Catalyst Award, Community Service Award, Volunteer of the Year Award, Lifetime Achievement Award, and Emerging Impact Award, they can win, let's say, finalists in all categories receive $25,000 for their charity. The winners in the Catalyst Community Service, Next Gen, and Volunteer of the Year categories receive $50,000. The advisor who receives the Lifetime Achievement Award receives $75,000. That's a lot of money for a charity, can really help. I've uh, been lucky enough to be on the, the nominated committee, the, no, the awards committee, the judging committee for a bunch of these different awards. It's really hard. These advisors do some great work, both local communities in the US, in South America, in Central America, in Africa, in Asia, across the world, uh, and right here at home all kinds of great uh, stories, great charities that help people of all uh, ages, shapes, and sizes. You should uh, uh, nominate someone and also donate. Your company will probably match your donation, which provides twice the benefit. 
please go to investinothers.org. Thanks. So, I, and I see other competitors copying you, like yeah. Orion came out with Protect Live Dream. Yep. So they're all seeing that. You want to move to that more of a wellness yeah, message. It's, it's, you know, look, the, the, the great people in our industry and there are great things happening. Mm. And, um, you know, it is, it is a strange experience to be, uh, to be recognized as the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the I'm often here, like, uh, you know, the, you're the, you're the market leader, you're the dominant mm. player. Well, numbers say so, but I don't operate that way. Mm. You know, I am as, I am as leaned in as I've ever been in my life right. to continue to drive. And I said this in, in my opening remarks today is, is we are passionate about advice because the power of advice changes people's lives. So we're going to do it. Competitors are going to do it. And that's good. That's good for the American family. And, you know, innovation begets innovation. We'll do some smart things. They're going to do some smart things. We'll learn from each other. Let's shift gears. I want to talk about the exchanges. Yeah. Another move I really liked because of, back to you the, the, being the leader, once you hit the market share levels you're at now, mm -hmm. it's hard. Every additional incremental percentage point is, is much more difficult to get. Mm -hmm. So what's the natural the next step is get more wallet share. So what else can we sell them? Yeah. So going into the exchanges, again, head of the curve. Um, how is that going? So the whole strategy there was about holistic advice. You know, once you have the data and then you have the plan, money guide, Mm -hmm. right then that plan is not saying oh you need a 60 40 portfolio it's saying mm -hmm. here's your household here's your life how are you mm -hmm. going to get there that's investments that it's insurance it's credit and other pieces we do not have the bandwidth or wherewithal to do it ourselves mm -hmm. so what we decided to do is make um, investments to accelerate businesses that were subscale but had really interesting technology craig to get us there faster Fast forward to today, the insurance exchange serves $16 billion in annuity policies. So we are we are the player all of a sudden. Uh, the loan volume are, are, are terrific. Um, you know, we've got our healthcare exchange, uh, Medicare, um, intelligent Medicare that is just rolling out to the market. And the trust exchange is taking a horrible, horrible administrative mm -hmm. environment and modernizing. Leveraging Truscendent. That's correct. So it's Truscendent, it's advisor, our credit exchange, it's mm -hmm. our fiduciary exchange that the insurance platform and it's um, health platform. You can't move fast enough there. Like it, you, people think, well, how can we do so many things at once? Like you've got to keep moving fast because once right. the, the cat's out of the bag, yeah. people are seeing that this exchange idea is a great idea yeah. and it's going to be copied. So you've got to move fast into other but areas. But make no mistake, investment isn't doing it ourselves. We brought right. in people and motivated them with equity mm -hmm. to go really fast it's like a red carpet startup because what are you building into? You're building into investments distribution underneath the money guide financial plan. So it is a win, win, win. You've got entrepreneurs that are hustling and moving so fast and they stand to benefit profoundly while our customers benefit as well. Sure. Like yeah. FedEx on the insurance exchange. Exactly. Yeah, it's awesome. And they have, they have built all the pipes. They run all the, uh, and all the carriers the are there and we're partnered with Simon on some, uh, mm -hmm. on some pieces to integrate. Structure into products. Exactly. So it all comes together in yeah. this, you know, there is, there has been a long set of whiteboard session <laughs> that is becoming uh, absolute yeah. reality. But I said that when, when the insurance exchange was launched, that Investment was the only firm in our industry that could do that because mm -hmm. insurance companies, insurance carriers don't want to be compared no. like that. Mm -hmm. Like if you, when you're building an exchange, you're saying, here's the data points I want. Right. You all must normalize. Right. Whereas before they're like, well, we've got this and you've got that. And no one really knows it's hard to compare. Mm -hmm. So 
you have to have serious market share and serious clout to go to the carriers and say, we're doing this. Right. You want to be on board or you want to be left behind? Right. And and they're benefiting. You know, it's, it's well, a win-win-win. Yeah, they no, didn't see that in the beginning. No, no, no. It's, it's taken us a couple of years. I mean, yeah. you want to try to build something complicated? Try try that <laughs> platform. Ensure annuities with you know, some really old uh, older technology that supports that industry. But that's okay. Oh, yeah. We that's, that's area for opportunity for us and for the fiduciary exchange team. They're killing it. They're doing great. And we're finally seeing at least the demo that Brandon just gave. The, it's, it's all coming to pass. If, if it's built out and executed that way, because this is this is you know, the, the holy grail that we talked about. When you, you own Money Guy Pro and you can do your plan, you can show them a gap in their retirement expenses and say an annuity fits there. And here's a list of annuities that, that would be good for you. And now you can buy it yep. all in one place. That's 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 it. Right. So that's powered by data, creating the insights, connected to solutions, and the technology is how we render it. And uh, Craig, it has been a, a long road, but if you think about our history, the first 20 years, and I talked about this earlier, we put the parts on the table. We got every ingredient in the house, if you will. And now the last two and a half years, uh, we have been so leaned in and focused on bringing it together. Uh, there's still some pieces to tie off, but we, you know, the progress we've made is incredibly meaningful, but you just nailed it. That's exactly what is being, you know, is on the on the cusp of being delivered to our clients. One thing I've also talked about in the past, like on my blog and podcast, is this data. Why is it all siloed? We've always it's because it's always been that way. We had CRM data in the CRM database, right. financial planning in that database, and portfolio management in that database, and everything's a separate database, and they don't talk to each other. Yeah. So you have the, the opportunity now to bring it all in one. Is that something you're working yeah, on? Yeah, that's the unlock with the cloud, right? In, in our wealth data platform. So Farouk Fertichi is our new head of data and analytics. He's got, uh, you know, just tremendous, uh, you know, talent and um, such great experience in this space that we're bringing, you know, disruptive data sense to the wealth business. Um, our firm, our, our client firms, RAAs and the Tamarack business, I mean, they have data everywhere and we can get it and we can organize it and we can clean it and we can post it to any environment. Simple, but it's a cloud service. It's like AWS or Azure or mm. a Snowflake, but we'll, we can do that at scale. Mm. And as we do that, data gets a little smarter, gets to know the advisor's business better, and we're working in their ecosystem with their solutions mm. and, their, uh, and, and their advisor's motivations too, to understand, okay, Advisors, your outcome, you want to you uh, optimize valuation or do you want to optimize revenue? What's, what's the priority for you? We can help mm -hmm. you do that and drive that through data. I want to talk about data, so the merging of the databases. So you have um, Microsoft Dynamics for CRM yeah. and MoneyGate Pro for financial planning yeah. and the InvestNet platform and then the Tamarack platform. Will you be merging those into one yeah. data source, a data lake, or that's something? Correct. Yeah, that's correct. Unified data platform. That's correct. So we're 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 down the road to doing all of that. So all that data will be in a in a uh, an environment, uh, institutional size environments, mm -hmm. AWS, and uh, from there we're able to learn. And we've got Apigee as the uh, layer that then gets to the APIs, mm -hmm. our developer engine today. So our API library out in the market, Yodly, Money Guide, InvestNet, Tamarack. Nothing like that. So developers can access that. Uh, third parties can access that. Other wealth techs can access that to develop in our environment. Which is revolutionary. Yeah, that never been be done. Disruptive, never yeah. been done. Never. Let's talk about um, banking. Yep. 
do you see banking becoming now you've got plenty of banks yeah. as clients but yeah. on the wealth really the wealth affiliated right. parts of it you see yourself moving to more bank related products yeah i think we want to um you know ultimately we want to network to a banking platform mm -hmm. um and we'll probably network to our client firms um that to help them bring those uh banking services e-banking services to our network under a white label environment for the advisor to be able to deliver those things again integrate uh, the parts of people's financial lives. It, it starts with the credit card to the savings account, checking accounts, and all these things, all the way out to the estate plan. There's no reason we can't network it all. We're not going to do it all, but we'll mm -hmm. network to it. Because that could be a whole new green field for you that you don't yeah. have well, a lot of footprint. But yeah. you have a lot of foots in the door of all these banks. Right, right. And I think, yeah, of course, and, and, and I just think that, again, you know, people look at it and say, well, investment's trying to do too much. The way that architecture is working now is much easier as for to integrate mm -hmm. these applications into our environment than ever before, mm -hmm. um, and really offload a lot of the work back to the to the third party to do to come into your environment, you know. And we're building out that that partner team, that the way that we're uh, doing security there, the way we're doing due diligence there, and the way that we're offering those and introducing those solutions to our advisors. So it's coming along, you know. I, I see an entire column. Of whole P&L in our business around partnerships that'll merge over the next couple of years. Why not? It'd be like your own Apple store, your own Salesforce app exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, we, I think we're well positioned to do it, you know, and um, I, I believe that because of our architecture, because of our reach, because of our ambition to become, drive this intelligent financial life, it's kind of all natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about something you announced today, which is the Trulytics acquisition. Yep. Uh, and I've been following them for, for at least uh, since 2018. And that's a whole nother part. Again, this fits into the wheelhouse analytics, to the data analytics business um, with business valuation. So why did you make that acquisition and how is it going to be helping the rest of the business? Yeah, I showed something today which really tracks, you know, how if, you, if you're providing advice to a client, what is the impact on your revenue? And then the profile of that revenue, fee-based, outside managed, demographic of the client all leads ultimately to evaluation. And so we're able to connect those, those, um, you know, data points and those, and this is an advisor is always thinking, okay, how do I optimize value of my business? How do I grow top line? How do I do it more efficiently on the bottom line? Um, in the past, we've been all on the advice side of the, the ledger. Mm -hmm. Now we've moved to the other side of the ledger, which is how do we help advisors grow mm -hmm. and uh, partner with them? So that's a data exercise. Trulytics has done a good, very good job there. We see it helping advisors value their business, but Craig, we will take that and grow that for all small and medium-sized businesses. So think about our client base again, uh, banks. Mm -hmm. Banks lend to who? Small, small businesses. Medium business. And we build it a portal powered by Yodley and mm -hmm. our data for a small business to understand their borrowability, all their finances, all networking, uh, their QuickBooks and all their other applications into a dashboard mm -hmm. that looks like the advisor's dashboard, but helps small and medium sized businesses. So if you're an advisor and you have a small business owner, my goodness, mm -hmm. if you're a bank and you wanna to lend to a small business, oh my goodness. And Trulytics is gonna help us build a valuation mechanism that sits under all of that. And Yodley was also doing um helping uh, firms predetermine mortgage mortgages and other loans yeah. by doing searches and looking at data. We do that. Pre -qualify. We, we pre-qualify and we use that technology today on our ACE platform, our credit exchange. And, and then we do that for 
a lot of banks where we're, we're helping them do pre-qualification. Okay, you can apply that in a lot of different instances inside our ecosystem. And that whole ACE exchange helps with this as well, because you've already got that experience, That's understanding correct. how lending works and building all the, all, all the pipes and all the All the pre-approval kind of happens in our data set. Mm -hmm. And we're able, what's kind of cool is each day you can publish a borrowability for that client. Mm -hmm. So you know what you can borrow. And also the, I know Truelytics, they were, they were downloading the QuickBooks data yeah. from the RAs. That's correct. And that's tremendous uh, data source you can mine for peer benchmarking. A absolutely, but also returning back to them business intelligence that, exactly. that blows you away. I mean, yeah. you know, and then, and then you get a real good sense of what's driving valuations out right. there and uh, get a better understanding of the actual transactions that are happening in the advisor space um, and what's being valued and how those are being structured. There's, there's just more and more work to do. You're creating more work for yourself. You yeah, you know, I, I, I've told you earlier, I'm, I'm, you know, we've had, you know, it's been uh, an extraordinary couple of years. Of course, we had the tragedy in October of 2019. Mm -hmm. It takes your breath away. And, um, you know, uh, there's a determination that comes with it, though, because Judd and myself and the team, you know, for 20 years had built the business. The last two and a half years, we've been dead focused on bringing it all together. And uh, I am I am as leaned in as I've ever been, and uh, more excited about the future than I've ever been. Really, great. honestly. Well, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Craig, it's great. Always love talking to you. You're wonderful. Thank you. Hey, it's Craig again. So, what are my takeaways? Well, I mean, there's so much going on. Uh, there's so much to talk to Bill about. I had to squeeze in a lot. So, um, you know, I really love what they're talking about. It's working backwards. The Truelytics acquisition. Uh, I think it's great. I've been following them since 2018. It's going to really um, add some great value to their their data portfolio, their peer benchmarking. Uh, I think you've, they're only scratching the surface of what they can offer to advisors. Um, we didn't talk about the client portal uh, very much, but the, the client portal looks really good from the demo I saw. Uh, it's sort of bringing everything together that they've been promising for years. So I'd love to see them be able to execute and get exactly what I saw on their MVP out into the market. And finally, what do I pick next? Uh, moving to banking. That's got to be big where he sees that as, as a whole other area of uh, the, the green uh, pasture for InvestNet to work into the banking end of the business, partnering with different firms. And they're open APIs where they think that they're going to allow vendor, other vendors and competitors and other startups to leverage their platform to build out new and better stuff in the uh, wealth management business. So you've reached the end of this episode. Uh, before I forget, please go to our website, EzraGroupLLC.com. Scroll to the bottom of the homepage and sign up for our newsletter. Once a month, you will receive uh, an email chock full of wealth management goodness, news, analytics, updates, links. You will not be disappointed. That's all for this week. I'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>